This is The Grid, presented by American Shield Roofing and Construction, LLC. When you find yourself needing a roof repair and are looking for a roofing company, American Shield Roofing and Construction is happy to meet your needs. When dealing with a roofing company, you need a roof contractor who is dependable, who can arrive on time, and provide you a quality new roof in a timely manner. Our goal is to present you with honest, accurate information, quotes, and estimates. Call us at 361-343-7018 or visit us at americanshieldroofing.com. Proud title sponsor of the 2021-2022 Victoria Advocate Varsity Cup Awards. Welcome into episode 19 of The Grid, the last before the new year, new me trend gets back underway. I'm your host, Sam Fowler, the assistant sports editor for the Victoria Advocate. It's going to be an easy day. Mike Foreman, our sports editor and sports reporter, Jeremiah Sosa, both have a day off from the podcast. They're still doing plenty of other work. There's no rest for the weary. We just put out our all-area volleyball team. We are covering basketball tournaments as well and getting ready for the start of soccer and preparing for the spring sports season once the calendar turns over. We want to hear from you. Get in touch with us either through Facebook, Twitter, or email. Facebook, you can get in touch with us either through the Victoria Advocate Facebook page, the Advosport, or the Advosports Facebook page. You can get in touch with us on Twitter. Our handle is at Advosports. And if you want to get in touch with us via email, that line is sports at vicad.com. We want to hear from you. Like I said, easy show today. So what we're going to have is the top 10 stories from the crossroads in sports in 2022. We're going to count that down. You'll also be able to see this online and in the paper on Saturday. Let's kick it off. Number 10, Schulenberg and Yoakum volleyball historic years for the Lady Horns and the Lady Bulldogs. Yoakum, they went 30 and 13 and reached the class three regional final first time ever for the Lady Dogs. Great year for head coach Kayla Natho. She was named the Victoria Advocate all area coach of the year after reaching the regional final. They went on to lose to Columbus who of course, went to the state tournament. Schulenberg, they had an even better year. 32-17 and 17 for the Lady Horns, reaching its first state, reaching their first state tournament since 2014. Lady Horns fell in the state semifinals to eventual champion Winthorpe. That was in four sets. Let's look at the Diamond. A great year again for Shiner and Weimer on their respective baseball and softball diamonds. The Comanches uh, and the Lady Cats, they were looking to build off of state tournament appearances in 2021, and they kind of did that. The Lady Cats, they finished the semifinals for a second consecutive year, losing a heartbreaking game to Crawford 1-0. They had the base, they, at one point they had two runners on in the seventh. I think they even had the bases loaded in the sixth, and they eventually lose that game. They weren't able to make the most of it. Shiner, the Comanches, they won their first 34 games of the season, including a 3-0 win in the Class 2A semifinals in which Sam Houston State signee Ryan Peterson threw a two-hit gem to get the 
to get the Comanches into the state championship game, but they fell 4-2 to Valley Mills in the championship game on the next day. They had a lead in that one briefly, but they were unable to make the comeback. Number eight, and this one was a really, really tough story. Victoria West overcoming tragedy to win in the playoffs. The Warriors were faced with a situation nobody ever expects to go through after teammate Diego Martinez, a senior lineman for the Warriors, was killed in a single vehicle crash on November 7th, four days before the Warriors were set to open the playoffs at San Antonio Southwest. The Warriors scored on their first two possessions and led 14-0 before the Dragons came back to score 16 unanswered points in a lead in the fourth quarter. Junior quarterback Camden Repper found senior receiver Zachary Sanchez in the end zone to score the 15-yard game-winning touchdown with 48 seconds left. That was set up by a big kick return by senior Carter Nelson, who wasn't even on the kickoff return team prior to that specific kickoff. The Warriors ended up reaching the area round this year, and they had another good year as well. Well, all right, we're going to take a break. We're going to hear a word from White Trash Services. Then we're going to come back and we're going to look at the uh, at the rest of the list. I'm joined by BJ Nelson. BJ, White Trash Services, what is it and, and, and what do y'all do? Well, thank you for asking. We gather trash in the counties around the Crossroads area. We've been in business for eight years, and we have dumpster, trash can, and roll-off uh, companies. And you know, y'all are y'all are big advocates for for sports throughout the Crossroads region. Just what makes y'all want to sponsor uh, all all high school sports throughout the Victoria area? High school sports are amazing. One, they keep kids out of trouble. It teaches them about character, teaches them about right and wrong, uh, how to do better in life. You learn a lot of life skills in sports and especially football. And how can someone get a hold of White Trash Services to start their service, rent a roll-off, or apply to be a part of your team? You can give us a call at 361 550-1826. I have a team of ladies that answer the phone and gentlemen. So give us a call anytime, 8 to 5 during the day, and uh, we'd be happy to visit with you about any of those things. Welcome back in as we count down the top 10 sports stories of the year in the crossroads. How about the Refugio Bobcats? They made their 11th state title game appearance they didn't have an easy path to get to arlington did they during the during alignment referio was aligned into district 15 2a division one with defending champion shiner who also so happened to eliminate the bobcats the previous two years including in front of a sold out memorial stadium at uh, capacity of north of eleven thousand people in December of 2021. But in 2022, it was the year of the Bobcat. They were able to beat the Comanches in the regular season, which helped Refugio claim the district championship. And then on the playoffs in the regional championship game, Refugio was able to do it again, holding holding the Comanches in check to reach the semifinals. 
but the road did not get easier from there. They had to take on one of the, uh, and uh, take on Terrence Busey, one of the best athletes in the state, and, and and that Timpson team who had been ranked number one throughout the year, and they went on to win that one on a twenty-second field goal or a twenty-yard field goal as time expired. Unfortunately, that's where the triumph would end for the Bobcats, who fell fifty-four to twenty-eight to Holly in the championship game. How about this story out of Moulton? A, a teenager from the small town of Moulton got a once-in-a-lifetime chance this year with the, yes, you're going to hear this right, FC Barcelona Academy. Mateo Vasquez, who's now a freshman at Moulton High School, he was selected to participate in the ninth Barca Academy World Cup over in Spain. This is something he was selected for back in 2020, but the pandemic shut it down. And he was unable to go. But as restrictions were lifted and travel bans were were laxed and all of that, Barcelona decided they were gonna they were gonna do this again. And Vasquez was still playing for Barcelona, uh, Barcelona's Austin Academy, and he was able to make that trip and got that once in a lifetime opportunity. What's really cool about this story, his family drives uh, it's a three-hour round trip, three to four times a week for him to go practice. He was one of 1,150 players to compete in the four-day tournament. Vasquez, he's now in his he's now in his fourth year with the Barcelona Academy, and he's done all this while maintaining straight A's. Big news that came out of Victoria East towards the end of the semester. Roland Gonzalez, the longtime East head coach, announced he was going to hang it up after 11 years at the helm of the Titans program. On December 16th, he announced this was going to be his last year and he was going to retire at the end of the school year. The Titans were 4-7 in 2022. They lost in the by district round to San Antonio Southside. Under Gonzalez's direction over the last 11 years, Victoria East went 58-59. and Gonzalez was named the the second head coach at East, replacing Mickey Finley in 2012. We're going to take one more break, and then we're going to hear the final four top stories from this year. That coming up after this word from Thrivent Financial. Thrivent is a proud sponsor of The Grid. Thrivent believes money is a tool, not a goal. Thrivent Financial Advisor Carly Herrig works with clients to create financial strategies that reflect their priorities and help them protect the things that matter most, like family and giving back. Carly can be reached at 361-223-7883 or connect.thrivent.com backslash true-path-planning. Welcome back into The Grid. Let's get into the final four of our top 10 stories in 2022. Got a pair of Aggies in the area. Shiners Dalton Brooks and El Campos Ruben Owens, they both inked letters of intent to go play for the fighting Texas A&M Aggies. Brooks, he rushed for 6,182 yards and 82 touchdowns and intercepted 10 passes over the last three seasons, helping Shiner reach 
two state championships in, in that time. Oh, it's, he was the nation's top running back in his graduating class, according to Max Preps. In his career, he rushed for 5,089 yards and 101 touchdowns. He also finished with 108 total touchdowns in his career. Owens, he had he was originally committed to Louisville, and he announced that in June. He flipped his commitment in December, uh, December 7th, actually, to the Aggies. Meanwhile, Dalton Brooks, he announced his commitment right before the, the season started. No, no changing his commitment there. He's been steadfast with the Aggies. Both of them will be teammates next season for Jimbo Fisher. Couple of state champions this year for the for the crossroads. Hallettsville softball and Riverio track. They were able to win state titles, and it was a little bit different. Riverio has won in the past. Well, this was the first one for Hallettsville softball. Let's talk about the Bobcats. Riverio scored seventy-seven points in the class two A meet, beating Hamilton by get this thirty points. That's right, Hamilton had 47. Refurio cruised to its 11th state track title. Big big performer for the Bobcats was Ernest the Flash Campbell. He ran legs on the state championship 400 and 800 meter relay teams, and he won the 100 meter dash with a time of 10.32 seconds. Great year for them. They're going to look to possibly even defend their state championship this year in Austin. Meanwhile, for the Lady Bramas, they were the cardiac kids. Houtsville had to come back and beat Mount Vernon in extra innings after falling behind early on. They won 4-3 in that game. Kaylee Olivares had the game... The walk-off sack fly to advance to the Class 3A state championship. Then, in the championship game the next day, the Lady Bramas had to rally from a 3-1 deficit against Kohoma to win 6-5 thanks to a pair of RBIs by freshman Carson Yansky. Stage not too big for her. She was eventually named the game's MVP, and she did not expect that at all. All. She was crying. She had tears of joy, lots of emotion, obviously. It's the first ever state championship in softball for Hallettsville. Uh, head coach uh, Callie Cresta, just just a great year for, for her. She's She was there for the first appearance back in, uh, back in the mid-2000s. She finished as a final as a state finalist. She finally gets it as a coach, and Houndsville gets that breakthrough. Oh, and guess what? They've got just about everybody back, and they're riding a 30-game win streak. Number two, a legend in the baseball community in Victoria hung it up. Terry Poole was the only baseball coach for UHV since its first year in 2008, that's for the baseball program. On March 15th, Poole announced his plans to retire after a 15-year career leading the program. 
And the Jaguars didn't leave him without a me- without a good memory. And the Jaguars finished the year as the eighth seed and eventually advanced all the way to the championship game of the Red River Athletic Conference tournament. Great year for them. They didn't. They wanted that ride to last as long as possible for Poole. Well, he the accolades didn't stop there. On August 13th, Poole was honored by being inducted into the Astros Hall of Fame at Minute Maid Park. Poole, a native of of Melville, Saskatchewan, up in Canada, he had a 280 lifetime average and a 15-year career. He also had 270 stolen bases. You want to know the craziest stat that Terry Poole had during his time as a big leaguer? In the field, he had two hundred or two thousand six hundred and fifty-one fielding opportunities. In those chances, he only committed eighteen errors, one of the surest gloves there ever was. Also worth noting, Poole was a member of the first Astros team to ever make the playoffs back in nineteen eighty. So certainly, certainly. A long, long career between player and coach for Terry Poole, who will now get to relax a little bit as he enjoys retirement. Someone just getting their career started, East grad Bailey Zappi. He was drafted by the Patriots and thrown into the fire really quick as a rookie. Zappi was drafted in the fourth round by the Patriots with the 137th overall pick. He became the first Victorian native to be drafted into the NFL since Johnny Bearfield in 1978. In week four, with starter Mac Jones injured the week before, uh, Zappi was elevated to the backup for that week. Well, uh, Brian Hoyer, who served as the starter, suffered a concussion in the first quarter, and Bailey Zappi was thrown into the fire at Lambeau Field against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Zappi went 10 of 15 passing for 99 yards and a touchdown and got the game to overtime before Mason Crosby kicked a field goal to win it. The next week, Zappi, with the help of great defensive play, was able to quarterback New England to a 29-0 win over Detroit, completing 17 of 21 passes for 188 yards and a touchdown. Great story right there. I mean, Bailey Zappi, everyone knows the story. What happened with him going to Houston Baptist, now Houston Christian University, and then eventually following offensive coordinator Zach Kitley to Western Kentucky and breaking Joe Burrow and B.J. Simmons' records up there in one season with the Hilltoppers. He won so many awards. He was named Conference USA Athlete of the Year. He was named the uh, Earl, Campbell, Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award recipient. And now he's in the NFL and representing Victoria with the highest standard. That'll wrap it up. Just a programming note next week. No podcast for us. We're going to take one. We're going to take a little break, gather up, get ready for the spring sports season. And you're going to see a lot of coverage here on the grid. So we'll be back in two weeks with another episode of the grid. 